and welcome back to Lounge With Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we're two ex-librarians staying in touch through the power of books. And oh my gosh, what an exciting episode. We're on our second book club book. We are on our second book club book, yes. So we're, we're going to be reading Truth Be Told, Sue Divin. This is, this is my choice because I read the last one, which was from the Carnegie Medal called Guard Your Heart, which had a Romeo and Juliet feel to it, but set in Ireland. I believe this one's set in Ireland as well. It is, Northern Ireland 2019. So I'll have a little read of the blurb. Northern Ireland 2019. Tara has been raised by her mam and nan in Derry City. Faith lives in rural Amar. Their lives are opposite sides of a political divide couldn't be more different until they come face to face with each other and are shocked to discover they almost look identical. Are they connected? In search for the truth about their own identities, the teenagers uncover more than they bargained for. But what if finding out who you truly are means undermining everything you ever know? Oh, she likes writing about like the opposite sides of the Northern Ireland, you know, well, Ireland divide in general. She does, doesn't she? Yeah. Because the first one's like a romance, but this one's more like a family. Hmm. I mean, I don't know what the connection would be. Well, I assume they're related, right? (laughs) They must do if they look like each other. What happens if it's connected to the first book and these are these kids of the guys that got together in the first book? Ooh, and they were split apart when the other people had to get like taken away from each other. I don't know. I never read the first one. I just thought, um, what a unique idea. <laughs> that hypothesis could be a load of baloney. I guess we'll find well, out. <laughs> it, we'll soon find out. Or it could be one of those books, you know, where they it's set around the same time as the last book and the other characters might feature in it. You know, when they do that sometimes, don't they? I read a book recently, which I'm going to talk about later, that had loads of that in, and I was like, ah! (laughs) It's great when they do that, don't they? But Truth Be Told, which is the name of the book, is 284 pages. A little bit longer than the last one. It is. (laughs) (laughs) It has chapters, though. Now, chapter one is eight pages. That might be quite a lot to read out on a podcast. So shall we just read the first four pages? I think we should, because that's what we did last time. The yeah. first four pages. The first four. Yeah. You can, do you want to start us off? I'll let you start, as it was your choice. Oh, okie dokie. Chapter one. Tara, Derry, 15th of August, 2019. Everything holy in our house is in the attic under a layer of dust. Nan says it's the same for the whole country. Thanks to be God. Still, she's the one who sent me into the roof space on a mission to recover the lost child of Prague statue she wants to give to the neighbours. Their daughter is forgetting married tomorrow and is dreading rain. Nan swears putting their faith in a battered ornament of the baby Jesus bring blazing sunshine. Since my ex, Oren, got shot in the leg, I'm done believing. I flash the torch into the eaves. I can't remember the last time I was up here. Years. Nothing's changed except the dust is thicker and as I straighten I realise with a thud that my head now hits the roof. I rub my temple. The true miracle is that we even own a child of Prague or that I can be arsed looking for it. 
My family only wheel out religion for special occasions, weddings, funerals, first Holy Communions. My first Holy Communion was my last Holy Communion, which, judging by my mates, is fast becoming a new Irish tradition. It's in a box, calls Nan from the landing below. I could be a while, I say, looking at the boxes piled everywhere. They must breed up here. I sneeze and wrinkle my nose. I'll stick the kettle on, says Nan. It's her universal solution. Shout if you need my help. As if she's going to swing herself through the ceiling with no... Ladder, when she's wheezing with the exertion of walking down the stairs, I sneeze again as my eyes adjust to the light. If I wasn't grounded, I wouldn't be in the house, never mind hunting religious icons. I glance about, wondering where to start. Where do baby Jesus statues in red robes and gold crowns hang out? Shoeboxes? Old suitcases? With pound shop Christmas decorations? I hunker down by a pile of leftover carpet bits and start rummaging under lids and pulling at knotted string round boxes. One corner is infested with ancient crockery, wrapped in yellowing dairy journal papers from last century. Books and magazines are jammed in old sports bags. The titles are all student medical stuff. Was Mam at wannabe brain box one time? No one needs learning for wiping bums in a care home on minimum wage. There are ring binders too, with paperwork and handwritten scrawls, hardback notebooks, faded file blocks with curled edges and blurred blue ink, but no child of Prague. Crawling across uneven planks, I stir dust. A red suitcase with copper fastenings catches my attention. A spider scuttles as I make my way over. The suitcase looks old enough to be Nan's, certainly ain't mine. Furthest I've ever been from Derry was a wet weekend in Bundoran for slot machines and candy floss. Budget airlines are beyond our budget. No chance of a flight to Glasgow to see Oran, even if Mam would let me. Not that my fake ID would cut it anyway. Bits of rusted metal from the class flake away on my fingers as I twist them. Click. The lid is stubborn at first, like time has glued it in place. When it unsticks, shining the torch in, I gasp. White lace, a wedding dress. Last thing I expected to find in our attic. Neither Nan or Mam ever married. Nan has hardly left the house this millennium except for her Blue Rinse Community Club and when it comes to men's bits. Mam's too busy cleaning them in nursing homes to have time for their higher purpose. We're women's lib central. Three generations of Connollys. No posh double-barrelled surnames. No wedding rings. All Miss, no misses. I drop the lid and lean back against an old deck chair. So why have we a wedding dress? I juggle the torch from hand to hand, thinking... In primary school, Father's Day was torture. Teachers would think they were all politically correct, saying, sure, make a card for your grander or your uncle, but I didn't have them neither. The last time I bothered to ask Mam about Da was after the love for life talk in first year secondary. You're the love of my life, she'd said. End of. As for the birds and the bees, bees come with a sting. Work on being an independent woman first, right? Us Connollys and men... It never works out. It's a family curse. As I stare at the white lace, I mind the mortification of turning 16 in April. Mam produced a banana and a pack of condoms in the kitchen. Nam laughing in the rocker. They made sure even if my face was ketchup, I knew which way was up. The thought stirs warmth low in my stomach. Oren hasn't messaged as much recently. I bury my face in his hoodie. Mars raging. I still wear it and that I hide it from the wash. It smells of his deodorant. 
I haven't had called to apply the banana lesson yet, but maybe, maybe if he's allowed back from Scotland. Not that I'm supposed to be in contact with him at all. He was kicked out of the city by the new IRN. Mam says he's trouble, says I deserve better. What Mam doesn't know doesn't harm her. I chew my lip and twirl the tur torch. The beam hits the rafters in the far corner and shines on a heap of scrapbooks and junk. On top is a grey cowboy hat. Mam used to love country music. Laced with a few gins, she goes all soprano, ducking under the lowest beams and worming round cardboard mountains. I grab the hat. My fingers leave marks on the felt. Banging it with my palm induces a sneezing fit. The hat turns from grey to black. Perfect. It will match my entire wardrobe. The fit of it's a bit on the large side, but it works at an angle. Finders keepers. I focus back on my mission. The light beam swings behind the red suitcase and there, peering out from the newspaper, tucked inside a shoebox, is the Child of Prague statue. I grin, recognising my ticket to freedom. The grounding this time was for smoking. Mum didn't buy the rationale that technically, due to Nan's emphysema, nicking her fags was an act of charity. Removing baby Jesus from his blanket of newspaper, I kiss his porcelain cheeks. With this statue, Nan will go soft, and since Mum is on the night shift, my prayers will be answered. Tonight is the August bonfire. I don't even know why we do bonfires, something political or religious. Either way, it's an us and them thing. I am going. I'll even live feed it from my phone for Oren, because he'll be mad at missing it. Unless he's wasted. Again, Glasgow is parties 24-7, he says. The guns did him a favour, I wonder. Nan! At my holler from the attic, she sticks her head round the kitchen door. You sure this statue needs to be broke to bring, to bring sunshine? Aye, she shouts, then dissolves into coughing from the effort. I take a last look at the immaculate child of Prague with his wee gold crown and red cape, and then drop him down onto our landing below. As he hits the wooden floor, his head snaps a clean crack. The momentum bounces the severed head down our stairs. Perfect, says Nan, and when she catches her breath, I'll get the glue. That that is far more dense than what we were reading. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, a lot more dense. There was, there was a lot like more text, but actually not a lot. Well, I guess a lot did happen. You sort of got a little bit of a little bit of back history about the women. Really, there is no father figure. There is there are no male figures in the family. So whose is the wedding dress? Well, she was obviously going to get married at some point. I think it was the... I bet it was her grandma's wedding dress. I just have a feeling it's the grandma's. What do you think? Yeah, because I already know that her and her grandma clearly have a good relationship and we know that her grandma's ill and I'm like, oh my gosh, is this going to be a story where she gets to know about her grandma's secret past and then her grandma snuffs it at the end? I hope oh. that is not the case. <laughs> but that's what I'm feeling this is going. Yeah, yeah. This is my, my cold read of the book. Yeah, she clearly spends quite a lot of time with her nan, doesn't she? I'll tell you what, though, that attic sounds like my mum's garage. Does it? Stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I bet there's a few spiders up there, Sophie. I wouldn't be in there, not for no child of pride. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I thought that was a weird way to open a book, to be fair. I thought it was quite a slow opening. Mm. There was no incident that made you go, ooh, because even though no. she found the wedding dress and we know they've never been married, I'm just like, well, I'm not intrigued because I don't know why that's intriguing yet. 
Yeah, well, she didn't delve into it either. She didn't get the wedding dress out. She didn't explore it further, did she? She kind of went, oh, there's a wedding dress there. Don't know whose that is. Close the case. You know, oh, I found the child of Prague. And uh, (laughs) I'll be interested to see where it goes. Yes, yeah. The last Sue Dippin book, yeah, Guard Your Heart, it starts off quite slow and then it picks up pace and you get a really good story in it. I really enjoyed that book, which is why I want, I bought another one. So what are we going to read up to? Well, it is a denser text because the other one was like, it wasn't, wasn't this dense. So I feel like 50, I could read 50 pages, but it might be, I don't know if that'll be too much. Well, I could do 50 pages. Shall we just do 50 pages? I think we should do 50 pages. Guys, we're going to 50 pages. Yeah. Join us. Definitely. We'll be reading to page 50, and next Monday, that is where we'll be at, and we'll be discussing our next set of thoughts on the book. So make sure you pick it up from your local library, or you buy it, or you borrow it from a friend, grab it on an audiobook, get to page 50 so you can join in with our discussion. And uh, see what you think to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading it. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested about that. What other book mm-hmm. news have you got going on? Uh, okay, so the last time I was reading The Last Library by Freya Sampson, and I've completed that book. And I am now reading um, the book that I got from the mobile library, the oh, North Yorkshire yes. mobile library. So I'm reading The Never Ending Summer by Emma Kennedy. And it, it's, um, it's, I think, I think, I've not had, I've not, don't know whether I've missed the date of the book, but I think it's set in the 1970s. The fashion is a bit flares and stuff like that. But it's about three women. And the three women is, are Florence, who is this housewife who does everything for her husband. She's like your typical 1930s housewife who cooks, cleans, gets a meal on the table for the husband when he comes back from work. He never talks to her, you know, reads his newspaper. She sticks dinner in front of him. There's no conversation. There's no life. And she just has this same routine that she does. So you've got Florence, who's like that. And then you've got her daughter, Agnes, who has just finished secretarial college with her friend B. And they have decided that before they go into work, they're going to have the summer. They have basically lied to their parents and said that they're going to go on a tour of Europe. And they haven't. They've gone to London to have sex (laughs) before they turn into feminists. Before they turn into (laughs) feminists? (laughs) Amazing. <laughs> Do they not know that they can be both? <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite entertaining. It's I'm quite enjoying it. There's lots of like funny bits in it. But there's also a few emotional bits. I feel really sorry for Florence. And she's about to do something, I think, because what she's just done now, she's just had her hair cut. She's gone to the hairdressers and she's had her hair cut. Husband, husband hasn't noticed that she's had a hair cut. And she's also gone to this, like, shop and got some, like, funky clothes. So she's already starting to turn and change. But apparently she goes on a road trip as well. It's quite an interesting read. I'm quite enjoying it. So we'll see what happens. So that's my book, The Never Ending Summer by Emma. I finished 
She Who Became the Sun uh, by Shelley Parker Chan. And oh my gosh, this book was so, so good. And then the end just ended. And I was like, what? (laughs) Have you ever had a book that just like builds and builds and builds and then it's just like, end of book. And you're like, what? I I expected like a final battle. I expected some sort of conclusion, but it was just kind of like time jump. Here's the ending of the book. And I was like, no, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted and more epicness. And wasn't that a real chunky book as well? Yeah, it was. And I wanted more of it because I just felt like it needed more closure. Too much stuff oh. happened at the end of the book for it to just end. But regardless, I would give it... Um, I would give it a renew. You know, it was going to be a strong overdue, but I'm so, I'm so distraught by how it ended. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh. It was more of a book for the journey rather than the conclusion, I would say. Um, but I really did enjoy that one. And if you're a fan of like epic books um, about China and kind of the history of China, it was it was very good for that. Then I went on a crazy reading spree because I, by demand from the Instagram. Um, everyone chose me to read Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I'm a huge fan of Taylor Jenkins Reid. I'm obsessed with all her books. And this one, I swear all of her books just get better and better. I picked this up, read it in a day. <laughs> oh, really? And I, it was a chunky book and I read wow. it in a day. Because it oh was just goodness. so, so good. It's a definitely an overdue for me. I... I I adored every second of it. I, it was like a book of two halves because the first half was like setting up all of the history for this family that you're focusing on. And then the second half was about this mad party. So you kind of, you, you're focusing on the family still. They're the main characters. But then you're dipping into all of these random other people that are at the party who were just going absolutely bonkers. And it was just proper, like, it was really good. But what I loved about this book is that she linked all of the other books in her universe together because everybody from every other book she's written was like mentioned within this book. You know, they, they mentioned people from The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, uh, Daisy Jones, and Carrie Soto, which is her new book that I bought, which is all about tennis, by the way. Um, so, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> so I absolutely adored that. And it's a beautiful book as well if you get it in hardback. It's just gorgeous. And then I picked up Circe by Madeline Miller. And she wrote The Song of Achilles, which I read when I was in the library. And I adored Songs of Achilles, and I got all the students to read it. I was like, you need to read this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and Circe is about Circe, who was... Um, I don't think she was considered a Greek god, but she's one of, like... She's kind of like a god-nymph kind of character who can control animals, and she appeared in the Odyssey. But she always writes a different narrative, you know follows the same sorts of stories but she kind of changes people's roles in them i'm enjoying it so far actually it's i love greek myths though and gods what's yeah. not to like <laughs> <laughs> i've got quite a few of greek books on my shelf because i've got that one then i've got ariadne and i've got electra which is by jennifer saint and i'm just like oh i don't want to end up with all of them left at the same time because <laughs> as much as i love greeks i don't want greek 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 so um, yeah, I thought I'd, I'd hit one of my Greek mythology books up now. I mean, it's, I don't know whether the listeners are, are sort of aware, but we read quite different books, don't we? There's <laughs> me, there's me with my, my little cheesy, scrumptious, 
you know, fun reads, you know. <laughs> little like, little drugs. <laughs> little 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 like towns, beachy towns and little road trips and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, Greek gods and sci-fi ancient, ancient warriors and, uh, it is rare that I read a romance so you're definitely going to pick up the slack on that side oh, I definitely am yeah I definitely want a bit more of a, a I think I probably go for the easier reads don't I Sophie <laughs> no definitely not I don't know. You were you were like, let's read Sue Devon, and I'm like, oh, this text's very dense. Well, yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, I think, uh, but I do enjoy. I like an Irish read. That's why I didn't give my rating to the Last Library, did I? The Last Library by Freya Sampson. Oh yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't let us know. Renewal. I would say renewal. Yeah. So that is all from us this week. Lots of book chat. Lots of reading from our new book club book, which is Truth Be Told by Sue Devon. Make sure you join us and get to page 50 by next Monday. As always, follow us on our Instagram at Lounging With Books. We're both getting used to working with Instagram, and I do think the content's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> we found out how to use reels the other day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just going to be reeling everywhere. Um, but, yeah, check out that, because every time I start a new book, I'll probably ask you to decide which one I read first, because I'm always torn. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) And Claire's just got lovely pictures of the sea and (laughs) it's worth a follow. Yeah, I'm starting to get used to using hashtags and little pictures and stuff. It's working. We're we're making, we're getting good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We might not be amateurs anymore. (laughs) So make sure you follow us there and it is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. (laughs) 